Welcome to Ready, Set, Roll, a side story. It's not your usual story. It's a different universe itself. Different characters, same players, and even an occasional guest. Welcome to Ready, Set, Roll, Side Shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Ready, Set, Roll. Today we are doing something new, but something old at the same time. We're going to take a trip back to Project Nova Land. Um, But I have a few new people with me doing some Project Nova stuff, and this is your first time jumping into Project Nova stuff. We have a whole thing. Like, If you like it, go back and listen to our full season we have three arcs of Project Nova, and it was a blast, and I really loved it. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce some people and give a... Uh, they're going to give you a quick little background and uh, say what they look like type of deal. Uh, you know, at first impressions and stuff. So, we're going to start at the top of the order. Coop, what's your name and what do you look like? My name is uh, Gnome Protector, number 3,750,002. Uh, he is a part of the Draugr hive mind. Uh, he's roughly six foot three inches tall, big, bulking character. Um, he basically just has a bunch of like robotic arms and legs, uh, but it's like very bulky. It's not like. Um, slim and lethal like uh, the geth were in mass effect but it's just kind of like he's like a hulking figure like a usual barbarian is um he basically just has a big blue glowing eye in the center of his face and it just kind of like lights up uh even brighter whenever he talks and he just has a massive great axe just slung across his back and a couple of like um uh mechanical cylinders around his side that expand into javelins when he needs them to and yeah that's basically it if you guys haven't noticed uh the name coop before he's been on our um damocles episodes so uh, welcome back and we're excited to have you here again um on the flip side of that we're gonna go to a newcomer who's never been on the show before which I've been trying to get him on the show a couple times. And his name is Sky. Sky, tell us about your character. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Hey, Gesco Carrot. You ain't ever heard of me, but you have heard of my car salesman pitch. I get you a car, it'll run maybe, and you'll pay premium insurance. Also, I disprove magic. You know Penn and Teller, the old greats? Yeah, they were nothing compared to me. You want to see a little sideshow trick? Flowers, boom. It was made with sleight of hand. Magic don't exist, and I'll guarantee you that. Guess go, Carrot. Stands about 5'7", like a short little manlet. He loves to be. Guinea, purple eyes and white hair, and he looks like he's late 60s, and he believes it, unfortunately. Walking with a slight hunch, he usually wears nothing but normal clothes and a ragtag hoodie. Nothing you'd normally see a car salesman in, which is why it's got to be premium insurance so we can buy the next Supreme hoodie. Awesome. All right. I love it. Uh, great, great. 
So let's see here. We have a dynamic duo of brothers. Let's start with uh, Brennan. Who are you, said eldest brother? Said eldest brother is named Brixham. Good sir. He is a gnome. He is an artificer, which is specializing in alchemy. But that's of little consequence. Most of his odds and ends are kept around a nice tool belt. He's got just kind of a nice leather jacket that kind of uh, trapeses down. It's got a sheen, almost like metal, though. Uh, there's definitely something smoking underneath the uh, jacket, though. There's something. Now, we haven't exactly figured out what's on fire, but it's fine. Um, but otherwise, I'd introduce you to. I think that's your cue, Alan. Oh. Go, Alan, go. <laughs> yeah, the, na the name's Alan. I am uh, I am a gnome armorer. I, uh, though you can't really tell it because I'm normally walking around in my suit of power armor. That makes me strong and powerful. And instead of three foot one, four foot two. Really, boobs. it's like wearing <laughs> heels, almost. But more powerful. He wears platforms. It I rarely take off the helmet. But when I do, you can see a purplish-haired, uh, big mustachioed gnome. Yeah. All right. I love it. So now we have everyone introduced. We take a step back in a shadowy room filled with smoke, table and chairs. Think of an 80s conference room, and this is an X-Files scene with the smoking man. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Admiral Knox. Can you please cut? Uh, quit smoking in here. I, it affects my uh, my nostrils. You know my my air pathogens. I have to. And you hear him like take an inhaler. Please, I. I'm uh, I'm sorry, Dean. I'm sorry. Uh, and he puts out this uh, cigar. And he goes, "Listen, we were able to stop the Anu, and." Uh, we, we, we've had several threats around, on the horizon. Now, we need to come together and uh, figure out what the next best course of action is. And I suggest that we go look far and wide at the uh, best of the best. And we're going to have a men in black situation. So we're going to get the best of the best of each of these uh, people. We're going to bring them. We're going to test them out. And we're going to see what we can do. And um, that scene was a couple months ago. That scene happened a few months ago. After these tests, we've arrived to U4. You guys have come to uh, Earth from different parts of the galaxy. And you are set down in uh, what is a training facility. You've seen these different types of training facilities before. You know, whenever you went to... Um, Celine, you guys fought hand in hand with the uh oh, I forgot their fucking names. <laughs> the the tree people. <laughs> the Ermites. The Ermites. Yes, right. thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Lord. You have a very loving relationship with the Ermites. But uh mm. so you, you got to fight like these massive uh vine creatures and shape shifting uh, different plants and animals, and it was it was a crazy time. That was one of your trials that you had to do. And then you went to um, uh, the Quicklings facility, where you fought off hordes and hordes of super fast small creatures. One would almost say several horses that were the size of ducks, which was quite a feat for uh, the two 
gnomish creatures because it was like fighting a horse. <laughs> like a regular horse for them. Or a horse-sized goose. Or a horse-sized goose. <laughs> so, here you guys have made it. The rest of the competition has been thinned out. You take a, are up on a rising platform. And once you get to the top, it all you see is... Have you guys ever, ever watched the Clone Wars series? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, in Star Wars Clone Wars, whenever they do, like, the... Uh, the training for the different, like, the um, clones or in Rebels, whenever they did the training for, like, the uh, cadets and stuff, it was always, like, a clear, uh, clean, boxy room. And then just platforms and stuff shoot out, and that's what was causing all the obstacles and stuff they had to get around. So, this is similar to that. When you guys get up to the top floor, it's a clear, boxy room. And, I mean, this is, like, the size of a football field. At the other end... You um, can see that there is a glass window, and you can kind of see from up there that there's movement up there. As far as you're concerned, um, you might say these are the people that are judging you. Over the intercom, you hear um, one person start talking. Um, you all are the best of the best, and uh, I, I want to test you one last time. So, if you haven't been not uh, notified by now, you all are in the Galaxy United to Yielding Sustainability Initiative. And with me, Admiral Knox, at the head of this, you all, or we, will be the first five to come into this. Yes, I am dubbing this Five Guys. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite restaurant. Good stuff. I like when they scream at each other to make sure the burger's cooked. <laughs> uh, Dan, you knew I had to bring it back. I couldn't do it without it. Yeah. <laughs> so, with the Five Guys initiative in tow, we are going to have our last little, and then you hear, Hello! Sprocket? Oh, God. She's in the... Where, where is she? And then uh, a screen... Drops down in the middle, and she goes, So, um, they wouldn't let me do the testing for any of the groups, and I decided if you're not going to let me in, I'm going to break in. So, I've completely hijacked this whole situation. Um, oh, God. I have set up certain things, and then you guys see, like, these different platforms start rising up in a maze-like situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, so you have to make it through the maze... There's going to be three different challenges in three different rooms once you get there. Um, the first to make it to the last room will get a uh, special treat. But to make sure to give you a little initiative. Um, and then the platform that you guys are standing on kind of tilts forward and shoves you forward. And then it comes back. I've decided to make a slow moving creeping gas that is going to end up killing you if you don't hurry up. So with that being said. Please, enjoy the show. Uh, and then you hear, Sprocket out! And, it, and then Knox finally has the uh, microphone back, and he's like, okay. So, um, those of you might not know who that was, that was Sprocket, and she is a crazy psychotic gnome bitch. So, if you were smart, you would take off running right now. 
Now I actually know who she is. Then you should probably know that you might want to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, my four infusions I took for my artificer mm-hmm. was armor of magical strength, mind sharpener, enhanced defense to his own armor, and enhanced weapon to Norman's weapon. So, Norman, your weapon is a magical plus one. Cool, cool. So, uh, how this yeah. is going to work is while you all are mm-hmm. in the maze, uh, Sprocket has set up a couple traps to get you guys to, uh, you know, let's test out your skills. So, we're going to do a slight okay. skill set skill check challenge to get from one part of the maze to the next. Uh, you guys can work it as a group, or you can end up splitting up, depending on what you want to do at certain junctures. But eventually, they will all lead to different rooms. So, um, let's start it off uh, with who wants to give me a... Let me look at the different skills. Uh, A survival check. Because that would be you all running forth and trying to figure out the best path through this maze. Could I convince you to let me use Treymaw's algorithm? I don't know what that is, so if it's a good enough convincing, then yeah. Basically, it's um, it's a pathing through a maze that uh, ever you kind of like take the left path, leave an object behind any like two cross sections you come across, or any path that you come back across, and that way you know where you've been, that you've already been down the same tunnel and have made different maneuvers to mark your place. All right. It's like keeping your left hand on the left wall. Eventually, you'll retrieve need to be with the exception yes. of like floating areas yes gotcha gotcha so i will give you advantage on your first uh survival check okay i'm gonna use the orange one this is good because gesco gets locked in his own house from time to time he, he i don't think i'll make it through this maze without you so that's 15 all right so um what you realize is as you keep going the uh, walls are ever-changing, kind of like the stairs in the Hogwarts, but after a while, you see that there's a pattern to this. Um, okay, so they keep on shifting the walls. But uh, with a 15, I will say that you dodge any weird, silly traps that I have set up. Woo! And you guys make it to the first room. And by room, I mean it's just a bigger fucking four-walled section that instead of the little hallways that you guys have been running through. Oh. So. Do you, do you think I could sell these guys house insurance? I bet you I can make a real dollar. You're going to die before you get to sell anything. Okay. And then you hear over the intercom, So, you've made it through the first part of the maze. So good for you. I'm so happy. So, here's the deal. Um, This guy's selling car insurance. Maybe he can sell car insurance to these... Little guys! And then a small door opens up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and four little cars, like RC cars, come zipping out. Like, boo, boo. Do they look like they have explosives? Uh, that is yet to be determined. So, oh, let's do that thing where we roll initiative. <laughs> this sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, with an initiative of plus zero, I got a 20. So here's the bad thing. I did sell insurance, which means these guys are definitely going to crash into us and explode, and they're going to get their full rebate back. I fucked the deal on this one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
I got a six. Okay, Coop. I got a fourteen. I got a dirty twenty, and uh, I'm gonna start running. <laughs> so uh, between Dan and you, Sky, since you both uh, rolled twenty every turn, you can um, decide who you want to go first. Okay. So, so uh, I had to make that. Who you want to go first? How you how you feeling, Onyx? Do you feel like you really want to? If I had to make a guess, you probably are not getting any closer to these things, are you? Uh, well, since Gesco doesn't cast magic, wink, and uh, he has no weapons on him, literally, I have nothing, and uh, I've got 11 AC, uh, Gesco's looking at a <laughs> nearest door. Okay, uh, I think, uh, I think I'll have, um, Alan will go first in this situation. Uh, how far away are these cars from us? So, I would say that they're about, uh... 50 feet this room's about 50 by 50 um how closer how close are they to well i mean how close together are they uh i would say they're sparsed out like about 12 feet apart from each other okay 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 and you have and they're all the all the rc cars are like uh the monster jam cars so you got like uh Bigfoot, and you got Gravedigger, and Maximum, ex- whatever it's, his name is, Maximum Destruction. All right. Um, so, gonna clap my hands to my uh, armored hands together, boom, and a sort of a defensive field comes up around uh, the Guardian, um, giving him four temporary hit points at the moment. Shields up, walks forward 25 feet. And then puts grease under their tires. Oh no! weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, right. so <laughs> w- with grease, um, uh, slick grease covers the ground in a ten-foot uh, square centered on a point within range, and turns it into difficult terrain. When the grease appears, each creature standing in the area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. So basically, they go on this on their side wheels. So just boom, grease. All right, sounds like actually fun. I didn't even have to move. Didn't even have to move forward on that one. So boom. Okay, let's move next to. So yeah, he's basically like Spider Manning it. So how many of them could I catch in that area? How big of an area is it? Ten foot square. A 10-foot square. Uh, I said that you could only get one because they're 12, sparsed out 12 feet apart. I saw I couldn't catch two of them together on that. Nah, maybe you could presume that they were going to like run, like sprint forward, or you could like hit them in a trajectory, but that's uh, you, you can get one of them. I did say 12 I'll feet. I'll put it in the path. <laughs> well, I thought you meant they each individually had 12 feet going for them. Oh, no, they're small. They're yeah. tiny. They're, they're RC cars. <laughs> After that, then I'm just going to magic missile. Okay, magic missile. So three missiles go out, pew pew, one to each car. All right, so one is not going to take it because there's four cars. Yep. So each and every car except one. <laughs> one takes five, one takes three, and one takes two. As uh, Alan kind of clicks a wristwatch and it shoots out three little tracing missiles. 
on his targeting system. So yeah, one takes five, one takes three, and one takes two. Pew, pew, pew. Cool. All right, so the grease thing did not happen, correct? No, 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 I didn't. Cool. All right, uh, let's see here. It is now Sky's turn. What is Gesco going to do? Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I am not an intelligent man. You probably have all <laughs> guessed that and seen that by now, especially with that stint with the horses. So here's the thing. I, I'm pretty sure I can outsmart a car. And he looks at, I don't know, one of the lead cars that got hit by the magic missile, and he's going to cast Mind Sliver by thinking really hard that this car's insurance will hopefully fail or <laughs> that his business <laughs> will go under and he can fraudulent it. All right. So he has to make an intelligence saving throw or take a D6, and uh, then it also gets technically baned for its next move. Well, I will say this. They're not very intelligent, but they have magical resistance, so they have advantage on saves against spells. What the shit? Well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. Uh, DC 14. <laughs> yeah, so I rolled a 13. Or I got a 13 hey. after. So you, you, you nailed him. Which one are you wanting to get? You wanting to get Bigfoot, Gravedigger, uh, El Toro, or... Um, Maximum destruction. Uh, let's get El Toro to help with our racial, uh, you know, broadening. <laughs> okay, and what does that do? So it's going to take five psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from its next saving throw. So its next saving throw that it has to do, it subtracts one. Good. Woo! And and then he's going to backpedal a little bit behind uh, Gnome Protector and go, listen, buddy, I think you and me and some insurance a little bit later, like, I, I don't know, you're like some sort of weird vehicle. I'm sure we could work something out. <laughs> I, listen, you save me, uh, I'll give you some five guys. Awesome. So um, it is now um, Bigfoot's turn, and uh, Bigfoot turns into, like, does, like, a front flip and in the air he does like a small like transformation like kind of like a transformer and he does some like little jabs and then he burrows into the ground like dives in <laughs> holy oh. shit you guys oh, paid the royalties God. to say transformers damn <laughs> well they're more like uh oh uh what are those those other cars the <laughs> the japanese ones <laughs> man dude you're hitting a wide list of names robo car the robo cars yeah they're robo cars god damn it uh so that one goes into the ground um let's see here uh grave digger you look at him and he his tires kind of like fluff up and they get all these suction cups on them and he just drives up on the side of the wall and just starts coming towards you guys and you can see his engine start getting like real hot, like, and then um, out the exhaust, some uh, fire bursts out, and a puff of electricity kind of goes through the side of the wall, and it's going to hit. How would you guys be standing? Uh, well, Alan moved up like twenty-five feet. Okay, so Alan's going to get hit, and Gesto ah! is powering behind, uh, as we've called him, Norman, but Gnome Protector. Okay. And Norman, I guess, is standing pretty close to uh, Brixham at the moment. 
Oh, good. All three of us grouped. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I haven't gone yet, so I haven't had a chance to move. Um, Mr. Caught Flatfooted. Brixen and uh, Norman, who would be standing on the left side? Uh, I will Me? have been standing on the left side for reasons unknown. <laughs> okay. All right, so I need... Uh, <laughs> I need Norman and uh, Alan to give me a deck save. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, tis a five. Okay, that's a failure. Tis a six. That is also yeah. a failure. So you both you will be You are taking... a barbarian, so you have danger sense. Yeah, so you get advantage on those checks. That's true. I forgot about that. Okay, that's a 21. Okay, so... Far better. (laughs) So, Norman, you will be taking seven points of damage, and uh, Alan, you will be taking 14 points of lightning damage. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to use my receptors to dampen that. Basically absorb elements. To only take the half. Okay, sounds good. And now his suit is charged with electricity. Hot dog. Look at that little gnome. <laughs> Look at him go. Little guy. It's all a part of the plan. <laughs> so it is now um, Coop's turn. Coop, what would Norman like to do? There's one on the wall, one underneath the ground, and then there are two that are just kind of in the background, like menacingly, like uh, heating the tires up like they're in NASCAR. Um, he is most likely going to take one of the cylinders from around his, um, from around his belts, expand it into a javelin, and then throw it at the car on the wall that just hurt him and, um, and Alan. All right. And that is probably going to hit at a 22. (laughs) Surprisingly, it doesn't. Yeah, it hits. God, that'd be horrifying. (laughs) That is six damage. Cool, cool. All right, anything else? No, I think I'll keep it at that for now. Awesome. Awesome possum. So um, we're going to go to the other two that are heating them tires, and one of them starts doing a cool fucking donut, and you hear from speakers that are inside, it says, Raise hail, praise Dale, and then it just kind of digs a hole and goes underground. Ooh. <laughs> All going underground. So, uh, yeah, so that, let's see, that, that one was uh, El Toro is the one that went underneath the ground. And then um, Maximum Destruction the just like takes off going straight ahead towards good old uh good old Allen and is going to shoot off another bolt of electricity so i need another deck save um two <laughs> take another 14 points of lightning damage absorb elements is still up all right cool so seven more and ah! So you just see this, uh, you see maximum destruction just starts do circling menacingly around uh, Alan, and that is its turn. So let's at the bottom of the order go to Brixham. 
Okay, um, so the one that just caused issues for, uh, I think it was Gisco and uh, number protector number 3,750,002. I'm going to basically just kind of flick my glove and kind of do the finger gun point and shoot a ray of frost at it. A little ice beam shoots out. Okay. Do I need to make a save? I have a natural or... one. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think Daniel has our crit table available. I got it downstairs. All right. Uh, roll me a D6. Two. Two. Okay. That does something. <laughs> something <laughs> naughty happens. I didn't need this arm anyway. You pull, you reach up, and uh, you're you've loosened your belt, and your pants fall down around your ankles, and you're slightly embarrassed. See, this is why you don't make your own clothes, kids. And your movement speed is now <laughs> halved since your pants are around your ankles. God. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. We are back at the, the top of the order, which would be um, Gesco and Alan. If you wouldn't mind, Gesco, you could you take the lead? If not, we can wait for Alan to come back. Gesco, his plan start out. There's a lot of cars, but two of them went underground. So, but there's this one that just blasted his shield, literal uh, shield. So he's going to look at that one and go, you're a little bitch. And he's going to cast dissonant whispers at it. And those are the whispers. It does not like that. Uh, um, I, I imagine not. All right. So, has advantage on saves. Is that a charisma save? Yes. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's I, worse at charisma uh, saves than it is at intelligence saves. Yeah, Toro <laughs> went underground, so it doesn't get the minus one. Okay. Uh, fourteen. Sorry, it's a wisdom saving throw. Apologies. Oh, oh, it's way better than that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, he passes. Um, and nothing happens. Yeah, it takes no damage. Okay. All right. All right I guess the car's not a little bitch. <laughs> My apologies, car. Don't kill me. It's like, how can I be a little bitch when I like NASCAR? <laughs> um. So on the crit rolls. Uh, d don't worry. Miss. I I said that he uh, since you weren't here. When he went to flick his little finger gun, his uh, belt came loose and his pants fell around his ankles, and he got a little embarrassed. And Sounds now, right. he, now he has uh, half half speed because <laughs> his pants are around his ankles. Uh, it is your turn. It's Alan's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Alan has one of the cars going around him. Yep, and there's one on the wall. Okay. There's one on the wall. Okay. Uh, Alan is going to Alan is going to step forward towards the uh, one that just hit him with the electricity that's circling around him and he's going to punch it with one of his thundering gauntlets as it uh, begins shaking really fast and then he swings it out for a punch and that is a 20 to hit that hits you guys are rolling pretty good Except for your saves. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's also going to take an additional D6 of uh, electricity damage cool, from whenever cool. it shocked me earlier. 
So it takes eight thunder damage and two points of electricity. So it's like boom. So eight thunder and two points of electricity. So ten points altogether. A creature hit by the gauntlet has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me until the start of my next turn as it's emitting a distracting pulse against it. So, okay. So my turn. what happens is whenever you punch it, it just slides back against the wall and then you see like it's little axle break off. Oh, it's just kind of like spinning on the ground, cool. but it can't do nothing. I'm still going to kill it. <laughs> so, uh, the one that you just hit is in the corner in pieces. Let's, Oh, it's dead. Uh, yeah, I told you the axle fell off of it, and it's kind of just spinning in a circle. Oh, I, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't gotta worry about that one anymore, Coop. Got it. So, uh, let's see here. The one that is, I kind of forgot where every one of them went. Oh, this guy. He went underground. He pops up in between, behind, um. Alan and kind of in the middle of you guys and shoots off a bolt of lightning. So I need everybody to give me a deck save this time. Oh no, he got behind me. Oh my God. 18. Holy shit. So is this like an area of effect lightning? Yep. Oh, it's within 15 feet in okay. a circle. Does it have I really to reach? shouldn't have passed that. I'll take That's the 18. A 14. All right. Uh, 19. And... I got a 20. Okay, so everybody passed. So you all only take seven points of damage. Ah! And already I'm almost at half health. <laughs> Barbarian, save us. Not terrible. <laughs> and he's staying above ground now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's above ground. That's that's all he can do, and he's just kind of like revving his engines, like "What's up?" And you just see like this little, uh, uh, <laughs> you know how like some RC cars have like the fake like driver inside. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the little driver looks over at uh, at your character coop and raises the visor and just kind of like nods his head back, like "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> Production don't value on these things. And then revs its engine. <laughs> The one that's, How far away is that right now? Uh, it's kind of it's within running distance to you. Uh, so like within fifteen feet. Yeah. Okay. So the one on the wall is going to go forward, even with its javelin behind it. You see, like uh, as it's rolling, riding down the wall and coming towards uh, Alan. The uh, yeah. it uh, slowly a flag starts rolling up the side of the javelin so it's now got like a little flag flapping behind the javelin and it's going to try to like run ran into uh alan so he's gonna hit you with a little ram ram attack it's gonna run me over with <laughs> yeah it's gonna hit you in the shin really hard uh does 18 hit misses it misses ah darn it so uh yeah that that finally you make attack rolls against me yeah good <laughs> So he rushes at you and misses. Pink. <laughs> just pink. <laughs> it just hits the side of your little metal uh, skeleton and just kind of like bounces off of it. And it's like, aw. <laughs> so um, that is its turn. It is now Coop's turn. What is Norman going to do? Um, 
So just to double check, uh, the one in front of me uh, is within 15 feet, but is he beyond 10 feet? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to double to, check that. <laughs> to be able to get like all of you guys, he had to be like 15 feet away to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Gnome Protector is just going to start like twitching and stuff and you see him be like protect gnomes must must protect gnomes and you see like his um blue eye just start turning red and he has now activated his rage and he's going to pull the great axe off of his back and dash and charge at the um rc card that just popped out of the ground and uh attack them all did you take the charger feet i did okay cool Coop, I have this to say... This is why I wanted to know if it was past 10 feet. Yeah. I have to say, this is the most competent character you've made so far. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I tried really hard, actually, this time. <laughs> For a one-shot character. <laughs> Shit. It helps when your cognitive resources are freed from school. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer insane. So go ahead, give me an attack. <laughs> Okay, uh, 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. I mean, they were little RC cars. They shouldn't be too hard to hit. Here's open. Nice. So that is 15 damage. All right. So you kind of like Happy Gilmore golf swing this thing, and you just like knock it back to the against the wall, and it breaks into a couple pieces. Awesome. And then he's going to use the rest of his movement to just kind of uh, zip right beside Alan. Okay. And I do believe that is all of your actions. Mm-hmm. So, using the same hole that the other one came out of, finally, maximum destruction comes out. And then does a burst of electricity. So everybody give me another text. <laughs> do any of these need to, like, recharge the shit? So there are four so they, of them. They do not recharge. Do, they do uh, one per rest. Didn't MD already do his? No, I the don't one think right so. the wall has done it, and then El Truco has done it. And so did Gravedigger. Oh. Mm, yeah, okay, but this last. one has yet to do his. Yeah. Okay. So this is the last one you got to okay. worry about. Damn it! I, I failed. <laughs> 15. That, that passes. Dirt, dirty 20. That passes. 14. That passes. So everybody that passed gets to take 7 damage, and everybody that didn't Ow. pass take 14. The good thing about this is you notice that once they do it, they don't do anything else. Gesco collapses to the ground. Oh, make sure you get the fraudulent papers. I'm gonna sue him. And You're unconscious. He has 21 HP. He's taking oh, 21 damage. <laughs> oh, he's only okay. That's that's better than I thought you were like dying. No, sorcerers are a D6. Reminder. <laughs> he collapses to the ground with fraudulent papers in his hand. Get the night license plates. All right, so uh, it is now Brennan's turn. What would you like to do, Brixen? 
Okay, so as as Brixham was saying a little too soon when he was uh his brain got a little charged there. Uh gonna fix those pants and I'm gonna run over and see how little Gesco's doing. Which I'm assuming he's not very well since he's just kinda lying there. I mean you'd have to ask him, not me. Uh, <laughs> he's unconscious. Innocent bystander in this. He's playing dead for real. <laughs> well, I'm going to slap him with the cure wounds, and I mean that literally. Why not? So you'll be delighted to know I rolled a one, so you get uh, five or two <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, it feels like I just woke up from a good dinner of five guys and fries. Leaves you with the shits, and uh, oh my god, we're still in car battle. <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare. Why didn't you wake me up after? I don't think we were good at all. Oh, fuck. <laughs> awesome. Anything oh, else that Brixham can do? Uh, I'm rolling a lot of ones, so that's, that's his strong suit right now. Don't ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't All push right. your luck. Now we get to figure out who wants to go first. Uh, Alan or Gresco? Gesco. I don't know why I put a GR in there. I'll let Gesco go first since he just woke up. Oh, God, I have to wake up and do something. You guys are asking too much of me. Okay, um, listen, shit's getting a bit dicey, I'll be honest. And they only said there was three challenges, and we're already through one. So I think I'm going to make blow myself a good load of flowers on this guy. What? Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this car have an existential crisis. Uh, I'm gonna cast Phantasmal Force on it. Oh my god! And imagine it's in my it's in my chop shop. <laughs> oh god! Is what type of save is that? I believe it's intelligence. Give me one second. The target must succeed on an intelligence. It, it failed. It uh, failed. Investigation it failed. check. Um. Okay, well, the target is affected by the spell. The target treats the phantom as if it was zero, so this car actually believes it's going to my chop shop, um, uh, and it believes everything and will adapt accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it starts to shiver and try to uh, take off towards the uh, wall where it just can't get away. It's just slamming into the wall over and over again. Okay, each each round on my turn, it takes a d6, um, and I think it has to make a save at the end of each turn, so. Yeah, I, I rolled uh, a, a 5, minus 3, and then I rolled a 3 <laughs> as my advantage, right. so <laughs> I got a 0, and I got a 2. Okay, guys, good news. So that one believes it's going to go through some existential dread and just be in the worst position possible, just like me. <clears throat> my life's going well, why do you ask? Okay, so we just got to deal with the others. Uh, Sky, it's even worse than you think. It has to use its action each turn to make sure that it's not real. Okay, perfect. It's got to use investigation checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll reiterate. Its life is going about as well as mine. All right, so there is only one that's really a threat anymore, and it's the one that uh, came off the wall and tried to bounce into you, Alan, and it's your turn. Alan's going to get a flank uh, with Gnome Protector. Okay. I, you just, uh, just stay right there, Norman. I'm going to punt this thing using my thundering gauntlet. Uh, so 
your flank rules are advantage. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not gonna change it. Natural twenty. Nice. All right. Baby. I don't. I'm here. Comes the punt. Pretty sure you're gonna do more than nine damage. So. Uh... <laughs> you say that I did nine damage. Okay. Well, that one gets slammed into the fucking wall. <laughs> Boo. So, for all intents and purposes, combat's kind of over because there's no fucking way that this other one's going to uh, do anything. So, I'm going to give you guys a free round. Like, what would you like to do? As this, as this RC car is kind of, like, fucking smacking into the wall. It's going to die from the Phantasmal Force. <laughs> so, uh, Alan looks at everybody else. Okay. Okay, let's go. We, we got to go. All right. Poison's still to coming. Get, get that one's license plate as it's dying. <laughs> okay. C-173. Cool. Protector says to go. We go. So, you guys uh, take a left, a right, another turn, and you come back into the same room, and you just see a bunch of pieces that are on the ground of these RC cars, and they're starting to rumble. What the shit? And they come... Hey, in. we completed this challenge! They come together as one force, and you see them come together, and they look like... Jet Jaguar. <laughs> Does it, oh, it look no. like what? Jet Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what Jet Jaguar is. I know. Yeah. It's 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 the old shitty like almost Ultraman looking thing from Godzilla, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh my god, that looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, no. Jet Jaguar pops up. <laughs> Bum, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> there was a man in that suit. I love it. Shaking hands with Jet Jaguar. <laughs> what an honor! So, uh, let us do this thing where you all fight Jet Jaguar. Oh boy! Same initiative or new? Uh, new. Let's okay. Let's do some new shit. The challenge was not over. Ooh, It's an 18 for Alan. I hate that. It's a <laughs> 12. <laughs> I hate that. Natural 20. Oh, <gasps> the barbarian goes first, baby. Brennan. This chair gets squeakier and squeakier every day. So I had the, the great joy of rolling another natural one, so it's three. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Buddy, you gotta put your dice in the freezer, man. Hey, I don't know something's wrong. You, you don't want him. You don't want to put him in the freezer. He's not rolling hot. No, no, no. You, you, you get him cold. It's, it's a thing. Or you pickle your dice. Put him, put him in the jar. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be something. If I ever saw somebody pickling their dice, I don't know what I would think. Uh, don't go over <laughs> to my house, by the way. <laughs> so, Coop, how would you like to? Uh, face off against Jet Jaguar as he's, like, doing, like, uh, hand motions, like, he's in Power Rangers, so you just hear, ping, 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 as he's just, like, doing, like, these, like, fucking Ginyu Force-style, like, poses. Does he seem hostile? <laughs> well, you would assume so. One would assume, but just in case. Norman, protect us! <laughs> Okay, um, I'm just, has it been at least a minute since we've been in this room? 
I'm just wondering if my rage is still active or not. You know what? Because it's technically the same challenge, I'll say you're still enraged. Okay. Uh, I'm going to dash attack again then with uh, the charger feet. All right. I like it. Wow, I've never actually rolled two 20s in a row. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> so roll a d6 before your damage. Three. All right. And then it is stunned. He's stunned. And now I want you to double, oh my God. like, roll the two amount of the dice that you would normally use. So two d12s. And that's the amount of damage you do. 21. <laughs> Bonk! Hot damn. So you see him, and he kind of does like what I did with the first gif of Jet Jaguar as he spins around in a circle and falls to the ground. <laughs> he's, But he gets back up, but he's just stunned. So you guys have advantage on your attacks. And uh, since it's his turn, he's stunned this round. I'm going to say he's stunned until your next turn. So everybody gets advantage on their next attack. Whoop his ass! Whoop his ass! <laughs> so, uh, as Alan says, whoop his ass, and he, uh, and Norman hits him and stuns him. Norman, or, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Alan, it's your turn. Alan is going to, uh, uh, shoot off a firebolt. Okay. Because he has advantage. So he basically opens up a palm cannon, and it charges up. And that is a... Plus six. 24 to hit. So you see this bolt of energy hit the Jet Jaguar looking thing. And it just kind of sits there and it doesn't do anything. And then you're like, oh, that that was a little underwhelming. And then all of a sudden, boom, it just blows up. Doing? 10 damage. 10 damage. So he has a sizable hole in his chest. Yeah! And Alan's going to back way the hell up. <laughs> and he's going to uh, use his... Bonus action to put up another defensive field around himself. Bing! Clinging his two fists together to do so. And they get Guess five, go. Hit, four temping. Guess go. Guess go. Guess go. Guess go. Guess go reaches into his uh, scrubby little hoodie and brings up this big flask. He says, <laughs> fireball, am I right? is <laughs> good. And it, it, he takes a big sip. And then uh, he's going to... Uh, take a little lighter and he goes it's magic kids and he's going to spit it out and light the lighter and creating fire from it and cast firebolt at him <laughs> all right you have advantage yeah wow so, that's two tens on the dice that is 16 16 meets it beats Woo. hey 2d10 i think no it doesn't it doesn't go up yet just, just a d10, a d10. It doesn't matter. He only has one HP. Yeah. Oh my god! Are you telling me Gesco killed something? This is the worst day of his life. Yeah, you killed it. You killed the so one he, thing yeah, you love—a car. The, he barfs the fire all over it, and it just melts. And he just goes, "Oh, oh, they're gonna build me. We gotta get out of here. Quick, next door. Go, 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 I, I, man." I, I, I still got the receipt and the and the license plate. You want me to keep that? Burn it. I was never here. We have to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay, onward. Other than Alan, I need somebody to give me a survival check. Don't all talk at once. 
I, I veto Gesco because he, as I said, canonically, he can't even find his way around his house. So <laughs> I'm rolling. <laughs> All right, barbarian, you've got some wisdom. Let's go. All right. I think he dropped his dice. I did. I like tried to roll it and then it dropped and so I caught it and tried to roll it again and then it dropped and I was like the hell's going on uh that's an 11 <laughs> all right uh so you guys think you know where you're going and um you, you head out now um who would be in the lead Probably Norman, because he was the one making the checks. I need you to give me a dexterity yeah. saving throw. Good, sir. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. You hear over the intercoms, you didn't think it would be that easy, did you? <laughs> and then you just see like these lasers just like start just, just start shooting off, kind of like uh, Indiana Jones in the... Uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, whenever he, those, like, little fucking poison darts start shooting at him. And you oh totally Indiana Jones your way through that area. Hey, awesome. guys, watch out for that! <laughs> Good but, work, Norman! But you make your way into the next room. Now, for my second challenge... Oh, bloody hell. Wait, that wasn't this. That wasn't the third that challenge. No, it was all one. Maybe I can't count. But perfect. I Neither can I. Want to buy some insurance? I scoured the galaxy, and little did I know the most terrifying, evil creature was here on Earth. And I did some upgrades. Here, beware of the mighty. Goose! And oh, like a, a fucking box drops down and it opens up and it kind of falls to the ground. And you hear. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I don't but it, want this. It's, it's just a regular sized <laughs> goose. You know, as a Canadian, we have these terrible things called cobra snakes that fly <laughs> and um, they are no joke. <laughs> and you hear over the, over the intercom, uh, Sprocket goes, What the fuck? This isn't the one I ordered. And then you see like her kind of like fall out of the air vent and uh, rappel down and she shoots it with something. And then it's like trank dart hits it in the side of the neck and it just kind of starts seizing up. And she Batmans herself back up into the air vent. And uh, while it's on the ground, you start seeing it grow several sizes. It is now okay. a horse size goose. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> the most terrifying creature of I'm... all the galaxies. <laughs> I'm scared of Canadians. This is, this is not good. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's fight a horse-sized goose, guys. Oh, God. Uh, how this do you... is the point where I've revealed that gnome protectors are scared of geese. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where everyone's scared of geese. You're not alone, gnome protector. Stand firm. Oh, Lord. 
I got a, you, I got a three on my initiative. <laughs> Terrified, shivering, shitting his pants. That's a big goose. I got fifteen. Oh, look at that! I got. A I got six. twelve. Ooh. And what did you have, Sky? Sixteen. I gotta stop going early. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> you still not roll above a ten, and I've been doing nothing but that. It's weird. I need you to figure out a way how to stop a horse-sized goose. Well, it's your I turn, Sky. Figure out a... how to fight a horse-sized goose. <laughs> I have nothing but rituals and useless spells, and here we are against a horse-sized goose. Figure it out. <laughs> what did you Cast do against the... On the goose? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do against the uh, goose-sized horses? Friends, also um. I don't know, animal insurance. I got a new <laughs> new wing opening up. <laughs> I don't know, this thing's incredibly hostile and frightening. It's what you telling it, hey, Aflac, got your back. <laughs> okay, uh, if I'm going to fight this thing, I'm going to need a bigger drink. He's going to take a sip uh, of his alcohol and vomit the rest of it at the goose and cast uh, Tasha's Caustic Brew. Oh, God. Okay. Which is a dexterity saving throw. Uh, And he takes half. Okay, a 16? Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to pass. Um, so he's going to take... Uh... Oh, no, I guess it just dodges out of my vomit. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, because it's a continuous effect. Yeah, okay. Cool. I've never cast it before. I just read it. Okay, so he just vomits at it, and he goes, "Okay, that's my it's reaction." Fast. It's very fast, <laughs> and, and he just walks behind no protector again, and goes, "All right, you know what to do. I did my best." Oh God! All right, uh, Brixum. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, so, um, yeah, I, I did not have uh, giant winged creature on on the the agenda for the day so um i'm gonna try and cast ray of sickness okay oh. <laughs> vomit on it and cast <laughs> ray of sickness this will help it's just really it's nice thoroughly grossed part. out so a little uh spot on the cloak will pop up off the shoulder and fire a tiny little green beam what type of save is this I have to hit first. So oh, get the... okay. I didn't know if it was a save or not. It's. I like how you shoot in a patch of mold at it from your cloak. Does a 22 hit? It does. It does hit. It's old cheese. Okay, so it takes seven poison damage, and then it has to make a con save. On a failed save, it's poisoned until the end of my next turn. Uh, 15. Damn. Wait, aren't Goose canonically immune to poison damage? No. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Not Goose are canonically Goose. immune to all damage. Right, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, anything else you can do? Oh, no, that's it. I uh, do not have much in the way of action economy. All right, well, with fire in its eyes and hate in its heart, the goose takes flight. 
Oh god, it can still fly? Yes! It's a goose! You think, you think it's too fat for that? I thought so. So, the goose flies around, making one arcing turn. As it goes across the uh, sky, the uh, ground is darkened by its massive wingspan. And it is looking for one person in particular. The one who... Tried to make it sick. <laughs> oh no. You see it make one dive bombing attack towards good old Brixham. Oh, good. Joy. Brother, look out! <laughs> look out for the whores. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Alright, so as its mouth, jaws agape, come flying in, it tries to. Take a peck at you with its mouth, and it missed with a nine, but it's going to try to clamp its large webbed feet upon its victim. Oh, God. It just sounds awkward. No. Uh, 25. I'm uh, between the webs, I guess. All right. Taking uh, 17 points of damage. Oh, my God. As it tries oh, to crush I'm you. Out. I'm out. And it flies. You know we're level, into... <laughs> you know we're know. level four, right? I Greg? know, I know. I set this up to where hopefully you guys would be able. I've dumbed this, dummied this character down, <laughs> this this enemy down. It could be way worse. Are you using the stats of a T Rex? I'm using what the stats this? of a rock. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> I've dummied it That's down. Like CR seventeen. It's a CR eleven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've dumbed it down. I've dumbed it down. Instead of having a plus 13 to its attack, it does not have that. Oh, that's it? I'm not dying. I was exactly at 17. Hey, welcome to the Zero Club. (laughs) So it takes off in flight into the air with uh, Gesco, or not Gesco, Brixum in its webbed webbed feet. Um, Now it's Coop's turn. Where'd we get... Would we get attacks of opportunity as it kind of we were all kind of together? Of course, Unless it has flyby. Of fucking massive. Of course, of course, you all get attacks of opportunity. I'm not that evil of a DM to put you up against a CR11 creature and not give you every advantage as possible. And you know what? You're clustered around it. Y'all get advantage. Okay, cool. Thundering gauntlet away. I what? Gesco doesn't have a weapon. <laughs> you can still shoot uh, magic at punch it. it. <laughs> punch it. Just punch it. Everyone is okay. proficient in punches. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It takes eight thunder damages. Uh, Alan is like, brother, no! Bam! Does a seven hit. <laughs> no, unfortunately, a seven does not hit this powerful goose. Gesco slaps Doesn't its ass and goes, Godspeed. <laughs> does an 18 hit? Uh, Yes, it does. All right. So, Gnome Protector just kind of rears back with his axe and then just tries to take a chunk out of its. Um, Rear end as well, I guess, and does 13 damage. 13 damage. Hell yeah. All right. And uh, you are down, Brennan. I was waiting for you to tell me what you did, but you're 
<laughs> You're hurting? So, uh, uh... Just unconscious. Don't yeah. mind me. Let's see here. It is now Dan's turn. What is Alan going to do? So it's it's flown away from us. How high up in the air is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's got like a flying speed of like a lot. Hang on, let me look. But I'm not mean. You could hit it with something if you have a range attack. Okay. Uh, I'm shooting off some more firebolts then. It's got 120 feet of flying speed. <laughs> I don't imagine this room is that big. Yeah, so it's not going the full 120 feet, but... Um, does a 15 hit? Um, yeah, meets a beat. Oh, sweet. As a bam shot of fiery energy flings out. I'll save you, brother. Uh, three points of fire damage. Three points of fire damage. You're, you're just whittling this sucker away. Its head turns and looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's locked on to its next target. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you! So, it comes turning into another turn as in that time period it is now Sky's turn. Um, how hard does this creature look? Uh, does, it, does it look like it could take still a beating or uh, is it uh, <laughs> on its last wing? It could take a pretty good beating. Okay. <laughs> do I send it into an existential crisis again? Please do. Save us. Uh, I'm going to cast... Uh, it's within 90 feet, obviously. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I'm going to lash out with Tasha's Mind Whip. Um, it's going to make an intelligent saving throw, but I'm going to use three of my sorcery points since it has Verkum in his clutches. I'm not going to, yeah. So it has disadvantage on this, uh, intelligent saving throw. All right. Well, wouldn't you know, intelligence is not a goose's strong suit. No, it needs to fail this though. So I'm not risking <laughs> a three. Terrific. So it takes uh, 3d6 and it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Moreover, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus. It only gets one of the three. Okay. Uh, and it takes Holy Toledo a whole seven damage. As he just looks at it and he goes, Hey, Goose, you're never going to be anything. Your parents never loved you. <laughs> and then he has like a whip motion and slaps it. <laughs> One singular goose tear comes down its face. I think I got to it, guys. All right. Brennan, give me a d20 roll. For... Oh, wait, you're not. Yeah, death saves because you're at zero. Oh, wait, no, he's straight up unconscious. Oh, yeah, you're straight up unconscious. You're just. You're fine. You're fine. I had 17, got clapped by the web feet for 17. So. All right, so you're good. You're not dying. You're just unconscious. So, uh, it's its turn. It's going to make another pass (laughs) because it can only do that. (laughs) But its eyes are still locked on its next gnomish target. (laughs) Okay. So, Koopa Troopa. Okay, yeah, so Gnome Protector's gonna look up at the goose and just be like, Master, no, Master, must protect 
protect, and then he grabs another one of his gel- javelin cylinders and then just hucks it at the goose as hard as he can. I thought you were calling the goose that's ma- your master. <laughs> it was like, he's transferred <laughs> power. <laughs> he's now goose protector. <laughs> he is the final boss. I'm guessing that a 13 will not hit, though. Uh, no, it will not hit. Okay. And I can't really do much else from down here, so... I'm going... Yeah, he's going to try to position himself underneath the goose just in case it drops, um, uh, that it drops, uh, Brixham. Okay. So, after good old, uh, Norman, it is now down to the bottom of the list, Alan. Alan does not know what to do. <laughs> How long does that mind whip effect last? It's so he he just like he has he doesn't have a reaction right now, and then on his next turn he can only choose one of three. That's about it. He already just did his next turn. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I got something else for him, but uh, I can't guarantee it. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take the dodge action. <laughs> Since it's still looking at me. Yeah. And that'll be my turn, because I don't like this thing. <laughs> I can't reach Brixen, so. All right. Next. To the top of the order, it is Gesco. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, remember when I said I had something? I don't really have something, but... If it's a gullible goose, and you know when things have alliteration, that's usually something that exists, you know, like gullible Gresco, you know? <laughs> Get it? Um, anyways, um, he brings out a little uh, piece of paper, and he goes, I got your contract here, and he says, you're not supposed to be alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on it. Um, so, I need that save. All right, and then it's a charisma saving throw, or wisdom. I can't I even think remember. We did... Right? <laughs> uh, I believe it's wisdom. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a sixteen. Fuck! It read its contract. It read through the lines. God damn it! We're fucked. <laughs> damn it! This goose can read. <laughs> oh god! I forgot about that. I just assumed it could. <laughs> All right, uh, Brennan, I guess you're still unconscious. Uh, Does it, doesn't it take half damage? No, not on Dissonant Whispers. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, wait, Dissonant Whispers. Yeah. Yes, it should take something. It just doesn't oh, it run does. away. It oh. For a second there, I thought you were casting Vicious Mockery. Oh, my lord. It's going to take uh, half of uh, four, 15, so 7. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's not bad at all. That's like full damage whenever you were hitting it like with full force the other <laughs> with the mind whip. <laughs> right, it is its turn. And it's going to try to come down and fly into your all's area. When it does, it releases um Brixen and I will say uh Norman, you were positioned yourself to try to catch Brixen. So give me a strength uh, athletic saving throw with uh, like an athletics check with advantage. 
Okay. Uh, 21. 21. All right, you catch him, and you don't do any. You don't take any damage, and neither does uh, Brixham, which is good because if you rolled like shit, I was gonna make you take damage, and I was gonna have uh, Brixham take some damage. You cradle oh, him, God. cradle him like a baby. Uh, but it comes down, and it's going. It lands right in front of Alan, and it tries to take a peck at him with its uh, razor sharp beak. It's at disadvantage because I'm dodging. Good. You better be. A nine. Oh, mess, yeah. <laughs> but it stays in combat formation Ooh. with you. With its wings flapping and behind it and making that... Go away! <laughs> Go, Go away! Go away, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Leave me alone. Coop. Okay, um, Gnome Protector's just gonna... So is the goose behind me now or in front of me? Uh, I would say it tried to bowling pin you with uh, Brennan's character being the bowling ball, so it mm-hmm. land behind you. So okay. you are encircling it, like so you would get advantage on your attack. Yes. Uh, and it's facing towards Alan right now, so I do have the option of moving away a bit. Yeah, I'm going to move a bit away and then put Brixham down and then turn around, grab my great axe, and I'm going to charge this thing again. Cool beans. Uh, 18 to hit. That will hit. Okay, cool. 18 damage. Damn, you're hitting like a fucking train. I am rolling really high on damage dice for some reason. You guys are whittling it down. I mean, it's it's starting to take a beating. So, it is now Dan's turn. Alan, it's within reach. Well, now that fucking Brixham got moved away from Alan, who's going to heal Brixham. Oh, apologies. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, uh, good lord. Alan just doesn't like being near this thing. Um, Alan's gonna shock and grasp it. Okay. He wants to get away from the goose. So he reaches out his hand. Uh, it, it's producing electricity. Oh shit. Ah. Oh god, that sounded horrible. Got it. Uh, and that is a 24 to hit. I would I would hope that hit. <laughs> okay. And it's going to take eight points of lightning damage. And it, can't and use it can reaction. no longer take. Yep. So Alan's going <laughs> to run over to Brixham. I'm coming, brother. I'm coming. Gross. And yeah, that'll end uh, Alan's turn. Okay. So it is back to the top of the order. Sky, what is Gesco gonna do? <clears throat> oh, right. It's finally said again how fucked we are. I need another drink. He's gonna take a sip and uh, <laughs> try his cool lighter trick and firebolt this thing again. That's a two. <laughs> oh my god. It looks I, like. Okay, here's. <laughs> The problem, I just swallowed it all. It's, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's a bad move, <laughs> I'll admit. 
looks like it's like your full scotch. <laughs> this is like full scotch. Like I'm gonna be toasted in like seconds. <laughs> okay, well that didn't work out very well. It is now back to Brennan's turn, who can't really do shit. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. <laughs> Uh, it is now the goose's turn. Who would have thought that the goose would be the most terrifying creature that D&D ever cooked up? Oh man, that mop's really fucked up. <laughs> so, the goose turns, looks at Norman, and it tries to rip him apart with its uh, mouth, and it makes a terrifying screech like it's in uh, Jurassic Park. Damn it, it rolled a nine. But it's going to try to flap its wings and uh, take a swipe at you with its feet. Its webbed feet. I thought you were about to say it's going to take a legendary action. I was about to get real scared. It's going to use a layer action? No. Does does a 16 hit your AC, buddy? Yes, it does. Okay, so it's going to hit you for um, 14 points of damage. But it will be halved because, no, wait, you're not raging. I'm not raging right now. No. (laughs) I tried to warn you. Why are you not raging? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to tell him like. Excellent question. Like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, you did. (laughs) And I did not scroll down until after my turn. I was just like, ah, goddammit. All right, so you have become grappled, um, and you can escape this grapple with a uh, strength check, but it will be on your turn. And then, in the meantime, you are restrained, but the good news, it can't use its talons again until you break free from the grapple. But what it's going to do is it's going to take off in flight and fly into the air. And since nobody's around it, it will take no opportunity attacks. Mm Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so it is now Norman's turn. Norman, what would you like to do? Would you like to break free from this grapple? How high up in the air am I right now? I'd say probably like uh, 60 feet. Alright, I'm just... But I could still attack it, right? You are restrained, so no. No, he just gets Hmm. disadvantage on the attack. Uh, but you can also break free if you wanted to, so that's up to you. And fall 60 feet. <laughs> Could I break free but grab it? You know what? That is ingenious. Reverse the grapple on the goose! <laughs> if you do that, I... If you do this and succeed, I'll give you inspiration. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I'm he's definitely gonna glow his eye red and activate his rage. And would this be like this just a con- straight strength? This is considered a strength athletic? save. Got oh, strength save. Yeah. Which um, he gets advantage on because you he's get raging. advantage on because you're raging, so go ahead. Rolled 16 both times. Okay, so uh, 21. Okay, good. The number you were trying to hit was 19, and you passed. So now, and so you hopefully don't fall, I need you to give me a 
uh, an athletics or acrobatics, I'm assuming you would take a- athletics to try to grab onto this fucking goose leg before you fall. Yeah. That's All right, you're going to want to turn it around and ride the goose. It'll <coughs> never expect this. <laughs> it would look super cool. 15. You still have advantage. Thank you. <laughs> 18. <laughs> Yes, so you grab onto this goose's leg and with your robotic arm, and you clamp on really tight. The goose shrieks in pain because it doesn't know what the fuck's going on down there. But you're gonna get a hernia. <laughs> you now have a, a point of inspiration. I'm gonna say that takes up your your turn. Okay. And we will move on. So it is now Dan's turn. Dan, what is Alan gonna do? Alan's going to cure wounds his brother as he gets a long syringe sticking out of his arm and <laughs> inserts it into his brother to cure him. You would think that the needle may be too long for a known body. That's <laughs> fine. And you'd be right. <laughs> uh, you get healed up eight, bro. It's more than Five you me. <laughs> I have three HP. Brother! <laughs> Yeah, but the other guy was unconscious, and he can heal you better. Brixen, brother! That's fair. We need to figure out something to do. Otherwise, our gooses are cooked. We're going we're gonna to cook that goose. I, I demand goose for dinner, but I've got one spell slot left. Oh, shit. This is troubling. I just used my last one. Sky, what are you going to do? <laughs> God. Damn it, this thing's so ugly. Okay. Um. Uh. Um. Uh. You know, as a car salesman, it comes to me in times of trouble that a car can backfire. And you gotta really watch out for things being whipped at your face, right? So this ghost is gonna watch out for this fireball. <laughs> yeah, I'm casting firebolt again, but he's just, he's actually gonna spit the fire out this time. He burps, and that's what regurgitates the <laughs> stuff that you already. Ah, uh, that's that's a twelve. God damn it, Sky! <laughs> that does not do it. I do not laugh in the face of danger. I pee myself a little bit. <laughs> All right. Brennan. What kind of sorcerer are you? Can't you do, like, sorcery point shit? I used three of them to make this goose a little bit more shitty for a turn. <laughs> of of my four. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, Brennan, <laughs> it's your turn. How how do we all look? Is our valiant defender still doing good? Well, he's hanging I'm on to a feet goose up in leg. The air. <laughs> okay, so my my plan was to cast a jump on you so you could reach it, but you seem to be up up there already. Yes. <laughs> I'll I'll do the relatively safe thing and try and cure wounds myself so I don't die. That's a smart move, brother. That's a smart move. Self-preservation. It would be, except I have um, the unfortunate news that my HP is back to 17, so if I get caught one more feet again... (laughs) (laughs) 
It's okay, I got his feet. <laughs> all right. So it's its turn, and it's going to try to shake you off. So can we do a competing uh, athletics checks? How's that sound? Since you're okay. raging, you get advantage. Thank God, because that was a nat one. Woo! Oh, God, Lord, though, I did not roll well. That's going to be a 12. Yikes. Uh, Maybe you got it. I, I don't, I don't want to lie. I mean, I do want to lie because it would be better for you. Uh, you have a, you, you do have inspiration. That basically, I mean, is that how? Yeah. I'll let him re-roll. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do it again. Do it again. I'm gonna do it again. Of course. Now I nap twenty. Okay, nap twenty. <laughs> Which is good because I rolled a natural nineteen. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so this goose is flying in the air. It's swinging back and forth, trying to get you to let go of its foot, and it does a barrel roll. And when it does, you fly off of it. And so it's swooping down trying to get its next victim, but you fall on its back. Oh, I like this. And it's it's now your turn. So I'm on its back. You're pissed off. I am definitely pissed off. Part of me just kind of wants to, like, take the wings and, like, wrench them up and have it just plummet to the ground. I mean, that'd be another uh... contested strength check. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Pin this Why bitch. Not? Pin it. You're doing it. You're riding it. That's going to be a 16. So I rolled another 19. Not, not to mention it's pluses. So that didn't work. It didn't fling you off or anything, but that didn't work. So I don't know if you have any like bonus actions or anything that you can do. I don't think... No, I don't. I don't got anything else. Okay. We will move on. Daniel, son. It is Ellen's turn. So it's... It's flown closer to us? Yeah, it's it's closer down to the ground. It's not on the ground, but it's flying around. Uh, it's kind of struggling with uh, Norm on its back. Okay, okay. I have an idea. Maybe a smart idea. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Makes a strength check on a strength saving throw. It can expend one charge to add a bonus to the roll equal to intelligence. Okay. Uh, with Norman on the goose's back and kind of like a, and he's kind of like riding it, right? Mm -hmm. Norman is going to grab onto its feet to take away one of its weapons and try to pin it to the ground. Okay. So Let's do another contested strength. I'm going to expend a charge, which gives me a plus four. So that gives me a 19 on the grapple. Okay. Does not succeed. I rolled a 17 plus it's uh, extras. Tell us the bonus. It's Craig. I can't tell you it's bonuses. Why not? Well, it's got a. Technically, it's got a 28 strength, but I've dumbed it down, so it doesn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that that's my turn. All right, you tried. Can't do anything else. 
I tried. I believe in you. Somebody hit it, for the love of God. <laughs> Top of the order, no! Sky. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I should have just swung. Oh. Sky. God. You know it's you a stupid me. goose. I do know it's a stupid goose. He got that right. But it's been rolling pretty hot. And honestly, I'm a little bit worried. That means he's due for a bad roll. That's not how that works. I mean... Might work like that. The DM has a thing called fabricated lies. I would <laughs> never lie to you. I want you to beat this. <laughs> um, I'm stuck is, in a hot closet. This... Oh, it's a hot closet. Um, is, is the creature's on the ground right now? Sorry. Uh, it's close to the ground. Um, it's like you could jump and touch it <laughs> if you. Uh, would you say? No, that won't work. Okay, uh, I'm just... I don't want to use my last second level. Hmm. Oh, I have Mind Sliver. What am I doing? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll hit it with Mind Sliver. Um, it just needs to make an intelligence save. Hmm. Not good, not good. Not good, not good? Yeah, not good. I don't know. It does not like an intelligence save. A four? Does a four do it? No, but it will take four damage as a recompense. Oh man. Does that do it in? <laughs> Close. Oh god. What if we double that damage to an eight? And uh, <laughs> I send you five dollars on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> for, well, the five, sold. for the five dollars, the goose comes crashing down. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Honey, we have to mortgage the house. <laughs> Goose comes crashing down as you all have suddenly defeated this goose. <laughs> you know, I didn't think I had it in me, but bribing a goose is the best thing I've done all day. Goose, take the dive. Take the dive, goose. <laughs> you want this, trust me. So you hear over the intercom, okay, you finally did it. Now, for the last challenge, I've been watching a lot of this earth show called teenage mutant ninja turtles and i've really came into character with a guy named krang and she just drops down into this massive mech and uh <laughs> <laughs> and you hear over the intercom uh knocks and he's like okay sprocket calm the fuck down i think they did it that was a giant that was a goose obviously you said it yourself it's the most dangerous animal we have on the uh planet no more I'm calling it quits. You guys pass. I'm so proud of you. Hooray! <laughs> she's she's like, but but I get I get I get five attacks. I can punch five times. Please, I have such a cool mech. Sorry, uh, I was just gonna ask her if we could uh, turn off the deadly gas that's supposedly been following us and probably killed a lot of the crew up to now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I was lying about that. So help me. <laughs> Other Brennan. I, I was just going to say, I don't think that mech's insured. I think we can get her on that one. You, you know what? Do you, do you sell insurance? <laughs> my my hey, creations hey, hey. to... to uh, uh, I, I should get insurance. <laughs> why, why don't you come down from there and we'll have ourselves a little conversation. I charge primo. Does the mech have an off switch? 
Uh, yeah, it's called Sprocket getting out of the fucker. Oh, well, Alan's investigating it while she's distracted by car insurance to shut the mech off. <laughs> it's basically like your mech, but like way bigger. Can I it's roll like a big gnome to protector it? to see if there's a shut off switch? <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Hmm. You find it. It's in its mm. pooper. Secret art! Double finger! <laughs> you see it, and it like, kind of jerks really hard. Ah! And then it, <laughs> it's like, I'm spent. Good lord. So. We did oh, it! You did it! Max leaking oil there. You might want to get that look at the end. Yeah. How are you doing, Norman? Beep. Hurt. <laughs> Hurt. <laughs> And he's just kind of like um, shuffling towards, not taking like full steps, but it's like slowly uh, moving towards you guys. Yeah. Low power. <laughs> I think we're all sitting at pretty shitty life levels. That goose kicked our asses. Those cars <laughs> kicked our asses. <laughs> no kidding. So uh, we'll say with. You all successfully beating two out of the three challenges. <laughs> Set forth. You guys have finally passed the final test to be the ultimate Five Guys champion. Yay! And maybe, maybe not, we might meet back up with this group in another time, another lifetime, in a few weeks, in a few months, and maybe a year. I don't know. But... <laughs> I really like the space setting and the restrictions that we put on these people because I like the, the mech and it's kind of different than doing the same old classic D&D. But if you liked it, you should go back and listen to the old Project Nova episodes because they are fucking hilarious and I don't think they get enough credit. But, uh, Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So, once again, let's say thank you to our fellow co-hosts. Um, Coop. Where can we find you and pimp you out and all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me on the Sister Brother podcast. At, how exactly do we announce that? Anyway, you can find me on the Z team, just like Sky and Onyx. <laughs> uh, we upload to Podbean um, Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spoofy. Okay, it. we're on Okay. Yeah, we're basically on all the social medias as well. And I do not myself have any social media, but I know that you can contact Sky over that if you want. <laughs> so, Sky, you have been mentioned. Yeah. Um, you could, of course, also find me on the same podcast where I run a fantasy adventure, but we're switching some things up. We got maybe a Vampire the Masquerade coming out soon, running. Uh, you know, Marin O'Connor's Witch Doctors, which has recently come out now on a monthly basis at the moment. But we're right now running your, well, not classic fantasy. There's like guns and floating cities. So there's that. But it is classic D&D &D to its core, 5e, all that jazz. Um, 
Onyx obviously plays it, and so does Wonderful Coop. So it's just like I'm running a session with a couple guests, but I'm not DMing, which is really nice. But yeah, you can find me on my social medias where you can yell and scream at me and tell me I'm annoying like everyone else at <laughs> Skylar Carter, S K Y L O R D C A R T E R, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can also find my mom and insult her. She loves that shit. <laughs> and um, yeah, if uh, you feel like you need to add anything to my podcast, you're welcome to do that. Love that. Love those comments. all right and we will shuffle on over to our other guest who is brennan who you might know from our barovia stuff so where can they hit you up if you want them to hit you up or you can stay anonymous i do not care uh they can find me in the lovely race at world podcast form and in no other places Woo! (laughs) good exclusive rights baby (laughs) exclusive this is a ready set roll exclusive. Sweep. Gonna get those royalties real good. Working on it. And finally, Daniel. Danielson. That's right. You can find me on two podcasts. Here on Ready Set Roll, DM and Divides, or over on uh the Z team, where I make an ass of myself on a regular basis. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't need the podcast to do that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>